0: Welcome to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. Thank you to everyone who has listened to Millennial Sex for the last 14 months since we began. Uh, It's been a, a great pleasure to host so many guests and hear so many great stories And also just to know that people are listening and they're finding value in Millennial Sex Podcast. Professor Double X will be hosting a booth and doing a lecture and game series with her new book, The Psychosexuality of Desire. This will be at the New York Sexual Health Expo in Brooklyn the weekend of September 22nd and 23rd in Brooklyn. You can register online and you can also find the link by visiting my site xxprofessor.com I'd like to just briefly give you a little introduction to Professor Double X and Millennial Sex Podcast as well as let you know about the products and services that I offer So, um, Professor Double X is a scholar, a creator, and I'm also a sex expert. I wanted to combine some of my interests around writing and lecturing and creating, um, with my fascination and love for sex and sexual activity. One reason that I find sex so fascinating is it's really geared by psychological drivers. Not only is it geared by psychological drivers, fundamentally, it's a truly basic and primitive need, right? And then on top of that, it is directed by these psychological driving experiences. So it can become quite fascinating. Uh, And if you think about how much crime and and confusion and pain is caused by um, sexual things? You'll know that it's not something that should be ignored. Now, um, <clears throat> so uh, personally, um, you know, and when I say I'm a sex expert, I mean so scientifically and in terms of counseling and and coaching and just. Understanding mechanisms of sexuality and sexual phenomena. Now, in terms of me personally, I have the confidence to feel that I am an extraordinary lover. Um, I don't believe that I was always an extraordinary lover. But now I feel very confident. I'm able to combine my understanding of um, psychology, which is also a scholarly understanding, with my experiences. And I've had interesting and, and varied experiences. And as you know, I listen to people and I pay attention to types of experiences. My goal in terms of learning in life is to, you know, I find joy in extracting pieces of knowledge and experience, examining it, and setting it aside. And at, at some point, many pieces just fuse together on their own. And I like to think of this as, as wisdom. It's an incredible feeling like, like a flowering, you know, like a blossoming of a flower and the petals opening up to reveal a much more comprehensive and beautiful picture and complicatedly beautiful picture than than you imagine was there. And um, and so that's a process that I use. Um, and it, it helps me to really understand things and, and kind of delight in in the variation of response and just seeing what will happen. So as a sex expert, um, I think my book, The Psychosexuality of Desire, is extremely helpful. Um, And I can talk more about that later, or you can read about it on my website, xxprofessor.com. In addition, sex coaching goes with this. Now, what is sex coaching? Um, It's like any kind of therapy, except it's more targeted You know, I'm not here to, like, juice people out of tons of money. Usually when people come to me for sex coaching, they have a problem. They have an issue, and they don't really know how to solve it. And and sometimes they find it entertaining, particularly men, to get advice from a woman that they find attractive. So there's that. But I've done it for women as well, and I really encourage it for women as well. Um, okay. So, but sex coaching, so sex coaching, sex coaching is like a combination of, um, a therapist, a therapist in a way. It's a person that you tell your troubles to, and then they help you analyze and, you know, dig inside yourself for reflective answers. Um, now, anyone who comes to me for sex coaching, I really think that they should read my book, The Psychology of Sexual Desire, which is why I've been writing it, because it can help people to figure out some of these things on their own. Now, what is the, the problem here? Um, well, I'll get into that later. Okay. So again, I just wanted to mention the sex expertise, like what makes me extraordinary personally. Okay, and some people want to know this kind of stuff when they come for sex coaching, okay? So something really simple, like, um, you know, I don't know how to touch my partner. Like, I lock up, you know, I don't know how to touch, touch him back, or I don't know how to, like, touch her so that it feels good, you know, just having a good touch is hard for people sometimes. And I know that, um, you know, I've always been pretty good, and I, I touch someone, but, it was, um, my, one of my exes, he was, um, kind of religiously and like culturally and socially repressed. Um, so when he touched you, it was with a hunger, um, a hunger and a desire that was so hungry, it felt vulnerable, and if you, if you think about what hunger is, you may think, oh, hunger is raging, and that's not vulnerable, but, um, but hunger is vulnerable, right? Hunger is on the brink of death. It's so hungry. So So there's a way to touch someone, at least in my experience, when I began to touch my lovers the way my ex touched me, Um, It was quite easy for me to pick up from him because we were really in sync. But I hadn't really thought about it consciously prior to this. And I I certainly got better because of him. And the way he touched me was, um, I describe it as full and safe, right? Meaning like he would place his entire palm over my breast and stretch his fingers as far as they could go. And I know I have large breasts. D-cups, you know, you can definitely stretch your palm over them, but, um, but it's a technique. Um, and part of it is, you know, it's just making your muscles tight because the other person can feel the contraction and is contagious, right? That's the feeling you want to have. You want that tension and release, tension and release, tension and release, Okay. So he put my hand on his breast. You could practice this like on a grapefruit or whatever size titty you want. Um, (laughs) so, so if you put your hand over the nipple, the palm part right in the center, um, and you flatten your hand and you press down firmly, you're going to stimulate the nipple, right? At the same time, you want to stretch your fingers and kind of dig the nubs of your fingertips into the person's flesh, just a tiny bit, no fingernails, okay? Um, and then when you squeeze, you squeeze the breast hard, right? You squeeze it as if, you squeeze it with all your fingers at once, right? It's not like, so that the pressure is evenly distributed, so no area is pinched, okay? And then, um, and you squeeze hard, but You abruptly relax, okay? You squeeze, and then you kind of let the fingertips relax for a second, just halfway, not all the way, and then you just abruptly, fully relax, okay? Now, why do you want to do something abruptly? It's not that abrupt, okay? You squeeze, and then you relax the fingertips slowly for like a, a second or two, and then you relax the rest. You drop the hand. Now, why do you do it like this? One... The feeling of covering your hand with something, stimulating the nipple, pressing that, when you do an open palm, it creates the feeling of welcoming, of warmth. Um, It's a feeling we all know from being in the womb and we all like. The thing is that when you squeeze or you press or you apply enough pressure, you're going to stimulate the nerves, right? So you're stimulating the nipple, you're stimulating the nerves, and and that feels good. At the same time, you don't want to do it too hard or hurt the person unless that's what they're into. Now, what's the point of pressing with the fingertips, right? Because the reason is that, okay, you're not wringing a towel here. There's a technique to the way you massage a breast, Um by pushing in the fingertips with a firm hand, you're stimulating in certain areas. You're also pushing down on the nipple, but you're not just squeezing willy-nilly. You, it feels like you're in control of your touch. Now, in addition, then what you do is you, kind of, I do, you pull back, right? So you're squeezing, so your fingertips are going to, like, pull back a little, and then you can relax your fingertips first for just a moment, and then you relax the rest of the hand. Now, this is kind of slightly abrupt. And better than abrupt, I call it unpredictable. Now, why do you want to be unpredictable? Because you want to be unpredictable because predictability is boring. You don't want the person to always know where you're going to touch them and how it's going to feel every time, right? So when when you squeeze and you just have, you, and it's also, it's also this combination of, The kind of safe feeling that the open palm creates combined with the mystery of unpredictability, right? You don't know when you're going to feel safe and when you're going to feel excited or deficient and returned again. And this constant rise and fall of the tension is quite exciting, so that's that's how uh, you touch. And I've done coaching sessions where I literally show the person the touch. Okay. Now, um, of course, there's a lot of coaching that's much more serious than just like, how do I touch someone? All right. So beyond like how to touch people, okay, I just want to give an example of a sex coaching session that I did. So there was a guy who came to me for sex coaching, um, about a year ago and he was struggling with impotence, um, you know, and he, and he had the, the typical thoughts in mind, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm stressed, I'm overworked, um, I'm not eating healthy enough, I'm not exercising enough, things like that. Right. Um, and it's true. He was an ER doctor. And so he worked, like, 14, 15-hour shifts at a time, and it's just not really the most healthy lifestyle. But, you know, this isn't really enough, in my opinion, for, like, consistent deflating impotence. You know, so I could see, like, there was more to it, but it's a sensitive matter. And so this is kind of like, this is the real psychology of the deficiency, we know what hurts us and we don't want to think about it. We we don't want to deal with it, right? Typically. And part of growing up is just dealing with it and figuring out, okay, how can I take my deficiency and still live my best fucking life? How can I not be ashamed of this and live my best goddamn life? You know, and this is what this is what it's all about. So anyway, so it took a couple sessions of talking with him uh, because he was sensitive about this. And, and when we talked enough, what I found out was that, you know, he really had a very small penis. It was it was a very, very small penis. You know, like, the size of my thumb went hard. And I'm female. I have pretty slender fingers. Um, So, and what was happening is... You know, the stress that he'd accumulated from bad experiences, you know, times when he liked a girl and then when she saw his penis, she lost interest or whatever. So, like, all those bad experiences had kind of coalesced into an impotence problem. And by making it an impotence problem, it also helped him to deflect psychologically from his real problem, which is that women are turned off by... Um, by how small his penis is, unfortunately. Now, as painful as that may be, it's something that must be acknowledged as soon as possible if he wants to move forward and live his best life. But, you know, we take our time with these kind of issues and talk through it so that the person can understand because I believe that everybody understands everything about themselves already. They just shield themselves from certain things that would help them to accept it. So we talked about this, right? And then when when we talked further, you know, and I talked to him about how else he pleases his partner and how he treats his partner in general. Um, what I found out is that, you know, he he likes to eat pussy, but, but it doesn't seem to be the glue in the relationship. It's not replacing the sex enough. He didn't put enough value on the pussy eating for somebody with a, a micropenis and an impotency problem. Pussy eating is very... Important, And it's not just a matter of putting your face up there and shaking it around. There's an art to pussy eating. There's an art to using your hand while you're eating pussy. There's an art to finding a G-spot with your finger and sucking the clit. There's an art to getting to the inner, inner, inner part of the clit, okay? There's an art to putting your tongue into the actual vagina hole. And there's also an art to... Tossing the salad. I've known men who did not have adequate penises, and they were successful men. And they got down on their knees, and they tossed the salad, and they ate the box, and they chewed it up, and they they ate all their food, honey. They ate it all and then ask for seconds. So if you're so as a sex coach I have to let a man know that like okay I have to help you with your touching improve like if if this particular man with his impotence issue his impotence cannot go away until he is psychologically unburdened by the past. And the only way for him to become psychologically unburdened by the past is to create new positive experiences. So to create the new positive experiences, even though he can't count on his penis right now, he has to use other methods and he has to get good at it. So he has to have a good touch. He has to have banter, okay? And those are the starters, right? Now, when it comes to eating the pussy, he has to be able to use his hand and eat it well and eat the whole thing, right? Because if you eat someone's ass for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, They turn to putty, okay? It doesn't even matter after that how well the penis works. They are like putty. And it's not just licking the ass. You have to eat it, okay? Putty. They become putty. Seriously. That's what you do when you want to turn somebody the fuck out. Eat that ass. You didn't hear that here. Okay. So, yeah, but this is what I I have to tell people. And, And I remember when I told him that and he giggled, but it's not funny. He's with his girlfriend now for eight months, eight months. Okay. That's a record for him because he learned how to eat it. Right. So anyway, I taught him how to use his hand properly, the techniques around eating the pussy, how to communicate with his partner, because that was another thing that was hindering him, um, and a lot of things. And, you know, apparently now he's, he's with the same person for eight months. He's not having a problem with impotence, but it took a long time. In the beginning, he still did, and um, and it was a little thing, but he, he got over it, and they seemed to be doing good. So anyway, um, so that's just an example. Now, maybe another time I will do um, a little bit more on the actual techniques around um, using your hand and tongue at the same time. On a woman, I also can help out with those techniques on a man as well, but um, that's another time. So, Professor Double X. So recently, my MacBook Pro 2011, which was really my souped-up baby for so long, she died, and um, and so I really had to put a lot of my plans on hold this summer because I had some emergency dental work, and then my poor computer passed away. And, um, you know, I need my computer to do my work for me in terms of Final Cut Pro and Premiere Pro and video editing and sound and this podcast and, um, writing and, and all the things that I, I do and I use my computer for. Okay. So, um, so I've been doing Millennial Sex Podcast for 14 and a half months. It's been a great time. We are approaching 50,000 plays. And, um, and I just want to say thank you to everybody for, for listening. And I hope you enjoy the content. I would like to get to a point where I'm doing two or three times a week on a schedule. And I also bring in people who are, you know, varied professionals within all types of industries, including the sex industry and just people who've had wild lives or, or, you know, subculture celebrities who want to be public on the podcast that's all doable, but it requires more dedication from me and, um, and more time and more money. So I just want to let people know that, you know, if you make a donation to Millennial Sex Podcast, you will definitely receive a gift as a thank you. And I have a number of donation gifts available. I just want to read them off. Okay. So erotic literature, audio porn, my book, The Psychosexuality of Desire, my other gag book, R.I.P. Craigslist Personals, my first gag book, 101 Ugly Penises, and a few cute ones too, as well as sex coaching and sex coaching packages. Okay, so this is, um, so all of these are amazing gifts that I offer in tandem with a donation to um, xxprofessor.com. Now, um, I just want to go over these items a little bit so everybody understands what they are, okay? So if you were to make a a small donation of $5, you would receive a copy of Erotic Literature um, written by XXProfessor. This is in the vein, this particular story is in the vein of Dungeon, and uh, forced oral, which is one of my favorite things, okay? Second, if you make a donation of uh, 10 or $15, you receive a copy of Audio Porn. Now, this is for kind of intellectual people who love the sound of sex, who really get off on closing their eyes and hearing erotic, hot sounds happening. Uh, letting their minds wander with mystery and curiosity as it unfolds. That's who really gets off on this. So, like, I love it. Another cool thing about audio porn is, like, it's, it has a very strong voyeur aspect to it. And, like, you can listen to it on the train and stuff, and no one knows what you're doing. Uh, it's very hot, okay? So I highly recommend the audio porn for a donation of 10 to $15. Um, you also could have a copy of one of my digital books, either The Psychosexuality of Desire, R.I.P. Craig's Personals, or 101 Ugly Penises and a Few Cute Ones, too, for a donation of $20, okay? So I'd be happy to give you a gift of a digital copy of any one of my books um, for a donation of $20 on xxprofessor.com, okay? If you would like a physical copy of one of the books and you're in the United States, if you would like a physical copy of The Psychosexuality of Desire or R.I.P. Craigslist Personals and you're in the United States, if you make a donation of $35 or more, I will mail that to you, okay? If you are outside the United States, I don't know. I think it might have to be like at least $50 because it's very expensive to mail things, um, outside the United States, okay? So at least if you, if you want something, if you want one of those books mailed to you, the physical copy outside the United States, uh, if you would donate $50 or just email me and we can work something out, okay? Um, but if you're in the state, $35 would be really great, okay? Now, um, for 101 ugly penises, it's best that you just order that on my website, okay? Unfortunately, for some reason, the mobile store wasn't working, but I think it's working on desktop. If anything and you want it, just contact me, okay? All right, now, this is where it really gets good. So, for $75 donation, you can have a 25-minute sex coaching session, 25-minute sex coaching session and you can have a digital copy of The Psychosexuality of Desire. So a 25 minute sex coaching session and a digital copy of The Psychosexuality of Desire. If you donate a hundred dollars or more you can have a 35 minute sex coaching session and both a physical and digital copy of the Psychosexuality of Desire. So, those sessions can be on the phone or in person if you are in the New York area. So, it's up to you. You know, if you can support original content with uh, Millennial Six Podcast and XX Professor, you know, please consider making a donation for any one of the gifts that, that I mentioned. When you make the donation, it's through PayPal, so you can enter in your um your preferred email and any contact information that you'd like me to have as well as additional information like your address or anything like that for a book all right so thank you for listening to millennial sex and i look forward to it being another year and another year and another year and please do if you are in brooklyn the weekend of september of september 22nd and 23rd Do stop by the New York Sexual Health Expo and be sure to register at my um, website, xxprofessor.com. Thank you so much. Good night.